my name is Keith Cascade, and you are listening to The MBS Show. Hello and welcome to the MBS Show, episode number 153. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Ro. Hello, all you happy people. Hello, Ro. How are you doing, man? Eh, same as any Saturday. Nice and lazy. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Sweet as chocolate and hot as chili, if you know what I mean. Uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. Our guest for this week is Kick Asking. Hello, people. How are you? Hey, King. How are you doing, man? Oh, not bad, you know. Average Saturday evening. Hmm. So, we're doing something new here, guys. Like, literally something that we've never done before. You you could say that this is innovative for us, but it's old to other people and other podcasts. We're recording the show via webcam. We can see each other's faces right now, and we do not look good. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I look fabulous. Uh, yeah, okay, Just okay. look at my hair. I am the second Weird Al Yankovic, only I don't play the accordion. I don't have any hair. Thank you, Ro. Thank you. It's yeah. cool. I'm going to go bald in a few years myself. Yeah, jerk. What? Do you it's, know uh, how hard it is to maintain hair? You're actually lucky. Yeah. It's it's cheaper. Uh it will happen to me one day, sadly. <laughs> You're not making me feel happy, guys. Moving <laughs> on swiftly. True, true. So before we start the show, King, four important questions. Question number one is favorite character. It wouldn't be which character is my favorite. It's the one I relate to the most, and that would probably be Twilight, because she studies for the sake of learning. She makes she makes the time to learn more, to improve herself, to get better. I mean, Rainbow Dash does, but she has a goal. Her improvement is a, a means to an end. I'm like Twilight. I just want to improve things, get better at what I do. Hmm, all right. That's cool. That's cool. And favorite episode? Probably... And it's going to sound really cheesy. Uh, episode one slash two. The uh, you mean uh, Return of Nightmare Moon? Yes, that's the one. Uh-huh. It wasn't the first MLP thing I watched, but it was the end of that episode that I realised. Yeah, I'm here to stay. Uh, so that's probably why that's my favourite. So wait, what was the first episode you watched? It wasn't an episode. It huh. was the first movie. The movie. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Movie? Are you talking about G1? No, 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 no. G2 then? Oh, Equestria Girls. Yeah, that's what pulled me in. (laughs) Okay. You know, strangely enough, most people don't relate to Equestria Girls. Most people in the fandom hates it or despise it. Yeah, see, I really liked it. And a little bit of an interesting thing, I... um. I apologize in advance, but I uh, I used to really despise the fandom as a whole. <laughs> How come? Why? The movie pulled me in. And, yeah, I mean, look at me now. <laughs> look, look where I am now. True. Okay, uh, you said you hated the fandom. And what changed? Like, what made you hate it and what made you change? I guess the what, what annoyed me and still does as upset me to this day, I suppose, is... The only breweries I knew really pushed it. And I mean, oh, 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 kick, look at this, look at this, look at this. Oh, look, here's an episode. I'm, I mean, I'm at like a, a house party. Mm-hmm. And they're going, oh, look, here's an episode on my phone. We're socializing with other people, do. And it was, 
I guess it's pushy people. That's what I didn't like. And then I saw it myself and I went, okay, they had every right to push it, but, you know, it wasn't the time. So, okay, I get it, I get it. So it's the pushy people of the fandom. So I, I don't blame you, I don't blame you. Sometimes fans like that can push you away from liking the show. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it did to me. Hmm. All right, all right. So how did you discover Equestria Gold? That's a legit question. I'd broken my leg mm. and was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And the only thing, you couldn't have the internet except for on um, the computer we have mm-hmm. set up in the lobby. And I was stuck there for a while. And um, I literally was on Netflix <laughs> for the longest time. And I decided I'm, you know, a little tired, exhausted. I'm going to go back to my childhood and end up watching things like Dex's Laboratory and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And he goes, you may like this. I went, <laughs> what is this? No, 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 no. Well, to be fair, it looks well drawn. I'll have a look. My Little Pony. Okay, okay. Intro to the game up. I was like, My Little Pony, My Little uh, And then it, it changed into remix. went, oh, <laughs> this is different. Oh, this is very different. Well animated. I like it. The voices are brilliant. That's Tara Strong. Wow. Okay. Okay, she's in, she's in the portal. Oh, and I'm in. I, I, I was committed at that point. The, a little girl came up and sat next to me, started watching with me. <laughs> that was a uh, an awkward conversation to have with my mother when she came in. Okay, what are you looking at? Okay, this isn't the worst thing you've caught me looking at on the internet, but... I can explain! I can explain! There's the kid! Yeah, look at the kid! Uh, the kid's gone. Okay. You know, I'm, uh, I'm watching this alone in hospital in front of other people. And I look back and I, would, I don't regret a thing. <laughs> nice, awesome. So... From the movie, you said, "Okay, I like this now. I need to research on it." Or I got out of the I got out of the, the hospital two three days later, and I got home, and of course I'm still stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead of going onto my usual anime manga websites that I used to look at, mm-hmm. and I couldn't go out, you know, so I thought, well, "What am I going to do now?" I'll go and look at some updates. And instead of doing that, I for some reason it googled MLP episode one, and I thought, if the movie was okay, maybe the show's okay. And that's why it's my favorite episode because it made me realize how much I enjoy the show and the fandom. Oh, wow, that that is a cool story. That's a cool story. So the third question is, and I think you might have answered this, but let's try and see. How did you become a fan of the show? Of the show or the fandom specifically? The show, and if you have something to add with fandom, go ahead. The show. In recent years, I had a thing for animation. I always, you know, it was a bit late in life to, to really aim for that, but it was something I thought I'd try. And I saw the animation and the music and the voice acting and thought, this is high quality for something that's been so badly slandered on the internet. And I thought, I'm always wanting to listen to both sides of the story. So I decided, Okay, I've heard the negative side of this, this show, this fandom. Let's, let's have a look at the positive side, i.e. the evidence, the facts of the show. You know, facts speak louder than rumours. I mean, it was a good, it's a good show. I enjoy the show. I can overlook something like a biased opinion of age and gender if it's good enough. Uh, the fandom is insane. <laughs> Insane's fun. I mean, what's the fun in making sense? Am I right? True, 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 true. So, Indeed. let me guess, you 
came into the show liking the show, but discovered the fandom and stayed for the fandom? No, the fandom and the show went hand in hand. I mean, I watched the entire entire series from episode one to the end of episode uh, see and season one to the uh, till season three, and then two days later, season four, episode one came out. I went, oh, all right, I'll watch this, but I can't see it because it's not going to be on the internet. And uh, I found a live stream, and I met some friends in said live stream that were doing the the episode, and I still talk to them to this day, and they introduced me to the fandom. Oh, oh, that is cool, that is cool. So moving on to the last question here. Family and friends, what do they think? Right. My mother doesn't care. She's never cared. I'm, I do what I want. I've always done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister has not really bothered to note. Like, she's noticed, but she doesn't care in a sense. I mean, I'm still me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I like something different. I mean, she... She, she got over the fact of like anime, which to her, her and her friends was weird, but I mean, this isn't that much of a step up. Uh, father doesn't know, uh, he, he just doesn't know, I don't speak to him, so I don't know. Mm. And friends, I've actually lost three friends and a girlfriend since joining this fandom. Oh man. Uh, but mm. I've gained many more. Uh, friends of mine went, what are you watching? Nothing. <laughs> okay, we're done. Literally, a friend walked in, saw that, walked out, didn't say a word, haven't spoken to him since. Girlfriend came in and saw me watching the show and doodling some fan art. And she, her exact words was, what is that? What are you watching? If it's what I think it is, we're through. And I went, it's not what you think. <laughs> okay, it totally is what you think. And she said, you've got to choose, and her exact words were, you've got to choose, either stop watching the show or we're through. And I went, um... We're through. <laughs> no, I literally went, um, and she went, right, I'm done, and walked off, and I went, I didn't even respond, guess I've got the choice now. Okay, you, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, a person enjoying a show, no matter what kind of show it is, it's not that important, really, I mean, I watch, um, ponies, I watch Batman, I, I watch a whole plethora of shows, I, from Little Pet Shop to My Little Pony to Gorilla Gun to Killer Kill to... Um, Powerpuff Girls to Dexter Step. I mean, there's a whole lot of shows. I'm in that age range where, uh, shows or amount of animes I've seen is, uh, out there. Like, yeah, I even watched this one obscure anime called I, My, Me, Strawberry, Strawberry, uh, Egg, something like that. I mean, if to whoever knows it, bonus points on you. But yeah, I mean, I watch everything. So, entertainment is nothing really to, your relationship. I mean, if the girl really likes you, she she won't mind. Oh no, she she was always shallow, but you know I, it doesn't bother me. Things like that don't affect me in a way that they probably should. But uh, you know, on to more happy topics. Is the how are you guys doing then? Because... Oh, we're doing good. Thank you, thank you. Um, luckily for me, well, wow, nobody really asked me that much. Wow, that's I I, I thank you, King. Thank you. But for me, um, let's see, went to a Magic the Gathering game day tournament, um, got top 8. Ooh, out of 15. Good. Out of 15 players, wow. I got top 8, and my final rank was number 5. Lost to a player during the um, fight for top 4. Sorry, was it? Yeah, wow. fight for top 4. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it was fun, it was fun. <laughs> but besides cool. that... Uh, it was fun. I, all I have to say was fun. And Ro, what about you? 
Oh, I was just attending some How to Find a Job courses for three days. That was fun. The host, the lecturer was an amazing dude. <laughs> really wish I took his numbers. So we'd go out drinking beer or something. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty much that's what I was doing for the past week. I've just been on lectures. <laughs> all right, all right. And the next lecture I'm going to attend is going to How to Start Your Own Business. Yay! Ro has a company on how to draw. <laughs> Uh, maybe not, but that's a different topic. Don't want okay. to go too deep into that. All right. I'd say go for something pun related, but we don't want you being silent, do we? <laughs> so anyway, um, we have King here, and I'm guessing a lot of people do not know who you are and what you do. So, King, mind introducing yourself to the people who do not know who you are and what you do? <laughs> I'd be surprised if anyone listening actually knows who I am or what I do. I, uh... I don't want to say I'm an artist, but I like to draw uh, fandoms, I mean. fandom stuff. Uh, as of as of the last year, uh, I've been drawing for a year and a month now, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I write stories. Uh, oh, uh, I think I can say this. We're uh, I'm currently writing a story for an animation that should hopefully be coming out sometime between. The end of 2015 and the start of 2016. Uh, that's about as much as I can go into it, but it is related to the My Little Pony franchise and I believe Star Wars. But best, uh, I won't dwell on that. Um, I practice drawing on a daily basis, embarrassingly so. In fact, uh, I stream it a lot and I write stories, but I don't post them. Um, I find that. If you can write a story and picture it in your head, how it acts, you can imagine it going down onto paper. Huh. So, uh, I mean, I, I recently finished a story about explaining Pinkie Pie's Pinky Sense. Uh, mm. That was interesting to write, to say the least. <laughs> it involves ghosts. <laughs> oh, I'd love to read that one. Oh, it, well, the basic premise is you hear about gra- uh, Granny Pie, don't you? At the, uh, the beginning of episode one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Giggle at the Goaties. Uh, we don't see or hear from her again. So maybe Pinky's fourth wall breaking and Pinky Sense is her granny explaining and reaching beyond the grave and things like that. <laughs> wow. Which, like, Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda? Yeah, kind of, but <laughs> Pinky doesn't know. <laughs> and uh, she just thinks it's a sense. Mm, all right. That's why Twilight can't explain <laughs> it. Because spirits right. aren't science. Well, well, that's right. deep. So you said that you've been drawing for a year and a half now? I started on the exact date of January 6th, which is when I got my my tablet. Mm. Uh, so it has been, you know, just over a year and a, and a month. Oh, a year and a month. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So, King... You said you've been doing that much, and you have been well, progressing slowly, right? Very slowly. I'm, I'm actually embarrassed at this, the rate at which I've been, air quotes, improving. Um, but I mean, you know, it's, it's slow and steady wins the race, I guess. True, true. You, you just need to get all those bad sketches out and leave all those good sketches in in your hand. That's There's the... no such thing as a bad sketch. A good sketch is a bad sketch practiced a thousand times. So what inspired you to start drawing? Ever since I found uh, the otaku uh, and the anime side of the internet, I've always liked that style and gone, oh, I could try that. Then 
upon drawing it on paper, I went, oh, no, that's not for me. It's not my talent. So I looked for other aspects of the Japanese culture to go to for my talents. But we'll go into that. And then I found the show. And then, I, you know, I found the fandom. And I saw people both amazing and not amazing doing their best. And then I slowly saw the, pro, the how the amazing people did it and watched the not-so-amazing people improve. And I thought, I think it's time I tried again. And I found that instead of traditional digital drawing is, is like, I won't say calling, but it's what I enjoy now. It's, it's my new thing, to say the least. Hmm. So you started off with in the anime realm with pen and paper and said that, nah, it's not for me. And when Pony came into your life, you said, I want to try this. I want to, I want to take a shot at this again with digital. So that's when you started with your tablet? Yeah, Christmas was coming up. I, I mean, I didn't even have a computer. I mean, I only recently got a computer as well. Um, so I got a computer, got a tablet, and I started doodling. And the, the, immediately, the first few drawings I saw, I went, no, this still isn't for me. <laughs> and I thought, and my thought was, well, I spent money on this computer and this tablet. I'm going to try it for a bit longer. Yeah. And then the feeling of, I'm not wasting the money for this tablet and computer turned into, well, I'm getting a little better. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I should keep at it. Maybe it is just a practice thing. It is. It is. Looking at your pictures, I'm at a gallery right now. You're definitely approving with each new picture, man. So keep going. Keep going. And one day, you will become the greatest. You're the best around. No one's ever gonna not... keep you down. Yes. Anyway. That's true, that's true. It is a practice drink. It is a practice thing. I mean, look at my arts and look at where I am now. It yeah, all is in the patience. Mm. Yeah, and it's true what you say there, Rom, because we I've seen your drawing from the early days, and let's just say that you improved, and you're getting to a level where people can say that Rose art is really good. <laughs> I know why it, it inspires me. No, but, but still, but still, everyone has to start somewhere, and if you don't start somewhere, how can you get good? There's no, there's no way you can you can get to your destination without taking those first steps. It's mm-hmm. the best way to put it, I suppose. Without sounding all mystical and cheesy, you can't get anywhere unless you go. Good things happen to those that wait. That's not true. You have to go and get it. True, true. It takes effort in waiting because you can wait, yes, but if you don't pursue it, then there's no point in waiting because, well, patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue, mm-hmm. yeah. And also doing something with it is also, uh, well, step forward. I, I'm not smart. <laughs> I'm not smart. There's, there's a difference between knowing when to act and knowing when to wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't always charge forward and you can't always hide in the background. You have to, you have to mix it up. I started streaming as I do on almost a daily basis now. I started streaming and no one turned up and I thought, right, no, maybe it's time. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait till I've improved. And I thought, no, it's, it's time to get out there. It's time to push forward and find the views, the the, the the people that can I can communicate with. And I've got to say, I think it worked out all right. I mean, I I, I feel like being able to talk to people is much easier than waiting for them to talk to you. True, that's that true. Sense. You need to start somewhere. And recently, I remember you on a stream with Citra Three Sixty. Oh. Uh, yeah, um, that was a thing. Um, 
I well, I just be, I speak to him. I won't say fairly often because he's a busy man. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I do take time to speak and communicate and ask to anyone listening who thinks, "Oh, I'm not good enough. I'll never be as good as Citra or Assassin Monkey or or anyone else." My advice to you: don't sit there and admi- well, sit there and admire. Yes, but don't just sit there. Sit forward, ask them questions. Most artists I found aren't ashamed to say, "Oh, yes, here, here are the here are the answers, not the answers, but the tips, the hints." And that's what I do on a regular basis. I I, I go to people's streams, I go to their, their tumblers, their DeviantArt's, their Twitters, for God's sake, and ask. Um, Things you struggle with, don't always t- turn to tutorials and wikis and things like that, because those do help, but experience from others really does help. Uh, and uh, when I was streaming with Citra, I literally asked him a question on proportions, in fact, uh, between the legs and the heads of the ponies. And he said, oh, it's hard to explain just over the stream. Would you like to watch a stream? And I went, oh, my goodness, yes, 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 yes. And ended up going for about 18 hours in a stream. That was tough. But um, I did it. I did it. And I learned a lot from just that one session. So, again, my advice, ask. Ask people. Don't be ashamed. That is true. That is true, audience. The guess that I get here sometimes is me just asking them and them saying, sure, yes, no, get out of here. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean... Asking does help, and showing an interest in them, not because of, well, because of who they are is plays a part, but because of them as a person and an individual also plays a big part in stuff. It shows them that you're interested in them and getting to know them, not who they are. Like, for example, uh, if King here is a very super super popular senpai person and <laughs> and and I asked yes. him I asked him on hey uh, Kikas King Sama would you please come to my show because you are Kikas King Sama and well King would just say one or two things yes or no because I'm not interested in asking the person more of asking the icon Getting to a point where someone is already that popular and King showing an interest in that person and his art and how do I put this? Just him knowing what he, um, asking stuff to Citra about. Hey, could you teach me or how do I do this? How do I do that? That, that actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stands out from the crowd. It shows that King is interested in Citra, and he don't mind to talk about stuff, which is kind of good. And I'm impressed that you managed to multi-stream with him for 18 hours straight. <laughs> Notorious is probably the word. Um, from the from a few of my friends that do stick around my stream, and I say friends because they aren't fans. If you if you're taking the time to stick around and watch what I'm doing, you're a friend, not a fan, and my friends stick around and there have been many a time and I believe Norman you were there once where you went to bed mm. and I'd already been streaming for about five hours and then you woke up eight, nine hours later 
and I was still on. Mm. Um, I find there is a thing I like to call the zone, mm. um, where I sort of just ignore time and what's going on. And Oh, I have work in a few hours? I don't need sleep anyway. And, um, I just, I just find that like once I'm in that zone, you just, you just gotta get it on, get it on, just get it done. Uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> and, uh, it, it just, I don't know. It, I, I, I guess having people there chatting away and communicating and talking with me while I'm at it is helpful to say the least. It really does help to know that people not only want to see the finished picture, but want to see you make it. And that really does inspire me, especially, to to keep on going. Well, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about your art and whatnot, and I'm yes. assuming you have a DeviantArt, all those pieces, right, and all that stuff? Yeah, I've uh, recently started Tumblr, and I've had a DeviantArt for the same amount of time for as I've been drawing, so yeah. Cool, cool. So you said about work just now, and mind telling us about your workplace? <laughs> Before I found the, uh, the fandom and drawing, I had a very different way of living my life, which was I went to work, which was construction, mm-hmm. bricklaying, joinery, decorating. I don't do much plumbing electricity, but I'll, I'll give it a go. Basically, what you're saying is you're Bob the Builder then. <laughs> I was about to say the Bob same the thing. Kick the Builder. <laughs> Kick the Builder. Yeah, pretty much. And, and then I'd go, you know, I'd finish work, go to the gym. Go play rugby, go play football, go to bed, repeat process. I mean, I'd lo- you know, I'd love to make a career out of art. That's now the dream. But, you know, I still got to earn, I'm still got to pay the way while I'm enjoying myself. No pun so, intended. Oh, well, chicka bounce wow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, my hobbies now include writing stories. Pretending I'm a voice actor, <laughs> pretending I'm an artist, things like this, writing stories. And um, but you know I've still got to keep keep up the money, and I guess that's just the best way I know how. I mean I do other things still, but instead of work, now it's just drawing and martial arts, and that's about it. Oh, so I I I think we have an interesting story here, right? You and me, King. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Are we going to tell that? Are we going to tell that? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you from my point of view and then you'll continue okay. on. So, <laughs> audience, if you didn't know, uh, I went to Buck last year for BuckCon 2014. I met James Cork, Sketchy Sounds, Mecca, and a few other people, awesome people there. So, uh, while I was there, on day two of Buck, we were at the, whatchamacallit, this, Hall or something like that. I, I don't really remember where, but it, I, all I remember was at Buck. We were there. I was derping around because nobody really noticed me. <laughs> and then suddenly this guy came up to us, like me and James. And this guy said, hey, are you James Cork? And then James said, yes, I am. And like, oh man, I'm, I'm Kickass King on the street. And James was like, who is this guy? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I, I heard his name before, but I don't remember. You can see it on his face. You can see it on his face. When you said that, it clicked to me because, 
hey, this guy's name, I remember him because he's um, on the stream. That name is unusual. You don't see that every day. So I said, hey, I, I saw you on the stream there. Hey, and did you recognize me straightforward or... I, I recognize James because I've seen him on cam. I knew who you were from your name tag. Mm. I recognized that straight away. I didn't recognize you because I hadn't seen you before. So in my defense, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, least, can't, I can't recognize that which I've not seen. Well, at least the name tag helped. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they're uh, for. I, true, true, true. So, yeah, I mean, well, we, we, I think we talk a bit for a bit, right? And what was the story that you told me? You asked how I was and I said, bit sore but i'm okay and then i asked natural. The, yeah, the natural what's wrong yeah the natural answer is going to say well what happened like well, what's wrong at the time right at the time of speaking to james and norman i had two fractured ribs ouch because four days prior i'd fallen off a roof while doing some tiling and landed on my chest mm. <laughs> <laughs> i basically had a bruised a cut arm and a bruised, two bruised ribs. And um, Norman, you didn't believe me. So I sent him a picture of me in a stretch. <laughs> and um, I, think, I, think that, I think that's the story you're talking about. But, um, and it was, it was I, I bought the ticket to book. It was my first convention. And I really wanted to meet people like you and James and, and Twilina and, and Sketchy Sounds and everyone really, I thought I bought the ticket. I've got, I've gone for the all out, uh, Celestia ticket, everything. I've got, I've got everything. So about 200 pounds went well, into this. It was 300 pounds for the tickets because I do remember it was really expensive. Yes. I can't remember the exact price. I'm just know it was in the triple digits. It was quite expensive. And, um, I thought I've wait, I spent this money. I'm going. I'm not. I might not, you know, rough and tumble, I might not take part. I ended up going to the Summer Sombra celebration and being at the front of the crowd, jumping up and being on the camera a lot because I was really enthusiastic to all the music. So uh, I don't know if you saw that, but there was a, a bit of a fairly big, fairly bloke sat at the front with a bunch of teenagers and he's jumping up and down with rave sticks around his neck and his ears and his wrists and everything. <laughs> Mind you, with broken, with a cracked rib. At that point, I didn't feel it. It's, it's, uh, my sensei always used to say, pain is weakness leaving the body. Uh, if you ignore it, it'll go away, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, people, don't take that advice. <laughs> if you've got a bad rib, don't do what I did. <laughs> Sit at home and let it heal, because there's no other way of fixing it. You can't get it replaced or anything like that. If it breaks, it breaks. <laughs> Look after yourself. <laughs> uh, so that embarrassing story is out of the way. Oops. Yeah, but still, I mean... King, that, that is an awesome, well, that, that I, I, I cannot speak. Um, that is dedication, like seriously, that is dedication to the fandom and to your want to meet new people. And I have to say, I am impressed. One thing you fell off a roof and went to buck, like how many people you know <laughs> would say that, like, I'm going, I don't care. A true fan. Uh, you know, I've always felt I'd rather regret doing something so i'd rather i'd rather go there have fun come home have a bad rib and go i regret doing that <laughs> and sitting at home i'd rather do that than sit at home and go i bet they're all having fun i'm missing out i regret not going i'd rather regret doing something than not doing something 
Mm. Well, that's one way to look at things. True, true, true. true. Why oh, sit and wonder what could have been when you can sit and wonder why did I do that? Mm. Leads for a more interesting one, I feel. All right. <laughs> I mean, because why the hell not? True, true. So you you mentioned sensei, and before that you mentioned martial arts. So um, what discipline are you in? For the long haul, jujitsu, uh, traditional Japanese jujitsu. But I've also taken part in uh, laoga, which is a form of kung fu. But I didn't. I only did that for about a year. And I also did muay thai, which is basically it's not the sport of kickboxing; it's the martial art of kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have belts in that. It was just levels, and it's still something I take part in. It's fun. I feel like it's it it. it, it Help me build up the courage from when I was a shy young kid. Help, help me uh, build up from that. Hmm. So is that where name originated from? Kick ass, kink. Would it be really sad if I said you've got it spot on? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were in a we were in a, in a in a sparring match, and he said, "I've always been very flexible uh, since I've been you know since as a kid." And the teacher said, "Right." I need you to kick this pad. And he held it up to up near his shoulder slash neck. And um, I went to go and kick it and overreached. I flexed more than he thought I could and ended up kicking him in the side of the head. And I was only like 13, 14. But, um, you know, it's just sort of stuck. The kids kids sort of went, oh, let's just call him a king because the kids are kids. And uh, then I got a computer and went, oh, I need to make an online thing. Uh, Oh, kids got that kick. That's king. (laughs) And it's stuck for nearly 10 years. Perfect. I don't think that will ever go away. No, I tried changing my name and people actually got angry at me. <laughs> On my gamertag and, and Steam and everything, everyone was like, no, 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 no. Back, 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 back. Back to the way you were, foul demon. Oh, okay. Here's 10 pounds to change your name. Do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, my I know I changes. It has to be the same. Oh, wow. So you kick your sensei in the head. <laughs> Oh, how? Uh, yeah, no, um, that was when I was a kid, and as I progressed, he, he asked, he needed assistance, and I was the one. So officially in, in jiu-jitsu, I'm only a, a purple belt, but I trained with him on one-on-one basis and went abroad with him and things like that. Um, so officially only purple belt, but I trained with him on courses for, like, second dam, mm. things like that, second dam white belt. So, King, uh, are you going to take your black belt? No, I won't ever be taking my black belt for the sole reason that um, it sounds bad to say, but especially where I live. Say I got uh, attacked or mugged or something, and I know it's like a big, it's a big, you know, if. But um, if you have a black belt and you defend yourself and they end up being more harmed than you are, for example, um, you can get prosecuted for unlawful use of uh, martial experience. And... I, you know, I don't want to take that risk. Also, it's money and time that I'm now spending on a different hobby and all of it together. That sort of a thing I do to keep keep in shape and still enjoy, keep keep in touch with friends, but it's more of a side thing now. Hmm. Well, it's a shame that you have all the experience of a second dan black belt and not taking the proper measures to be a black belt. So, eh, I mean, I do understand time and money yeah. and also... That prosecution thing is not fun, so yeah. Yeah, I said, as I said in the beginning, <laughs> as I said in the beginning, um, I relate to Twilight because she 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 learns for the sake of learning, 
I don't need the certificate or the belt to say, look, I'm good at this. I just need to know that I know it and can do it. That's that's all I need. So basically what you're saying is you don't need the wings then? Yeah, I don't I don't need a big certificate and a big belt to go, Oh look guys, look what I can do. I can just I can sit there and proudly say I can do this and if they don't believe me that's up to them. Because I know I can do it. And that's all that matters. I can relate to that. True, 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 true. I'm an honest knight, I have my art diploma. <laughs> my work speaks for itself. True. Exactly. So King, you mentioned something interesting again. Uh, and that thing was, you travel abroad with your sensei? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I didn't think we would get into this. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it was three, no, four years ago now. Wow. Um, he was, he went on a course to go and meet with his sensei. So my sensei, sensei. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what that means, uh, sensei is Japanese term for teacher. So my teacher's teacher invited him to go back to his old stomping grounds, i.e. where he learned his martial art, which was Japan. Mm. And I stayed in Japan for three months. And it was in the town of, oh, I can never pronounce it, I believe it's uh, Tsukuba. Um, we trained specifically at the University of Tsukuba Institute of Martial Arts and Sciences. Um and that was where we, we went there, we trained on a daily basis, and then had a couple of hours free time. And the two things that stick out to me when I went there was the institute was amazing, just the facilities, the people, the looks, the food. I just said the food in China and Japan. It's a, You look at it and you go, no, you take a taste. Mm. <laughs> uh, you, you look at it and go, I will never touch that. But then you, you do anyway, and it's very nice. But um, we went to the Tsukuba, Tsukuba San Shrine, which is quite famous. Apparently, and we hiked up Mount Tsukuba, which is big, uh, very big, fun but big. Wow! So, King, one obvious question for white men in Asia: Is it true that you're a giant there? <laughs> wow! Um, yes, it depends on where you are. If you're in a you know in a small area, small town, it's not so noticeable. Um, because, you know, there's gaps between everyone, but when, uh, when you, you know, on the trains and you, you travel and there's a crowd of people and you're shoulder to shoulder, uh, you, not only do you notice it, but so does everybody else. Uh, I had kids crane their neck to look at me and I went, oh, I feel like the BFG. Um, wow. Uh, I heard the rumors, but. It's true. And, um, I mean, no offense to a- anyone of Asian descent, but I felt uncomfortable. Um, not because of them, but because of me. I'm the problem. I'm the one that stands out. I'm the nail that needs hammering down here. Cue the so, attack on Titans thing. Yes. And, oh, wow. And, um, I found myself unconscious, like my, my teacher on a regular basis go, kick, what are you doing? Nothing. Why are you hunched over and bent like like that? No reason. You look like the hunchback from Notre Dame. Stop it. He's a lot ha- more handsome than I am. It was a surreal experience on that end as well. So another thing I also heard was, do they say that you smell like cheeseburgers? I got told that once from one of the institutes. Oh, I bet you smell like cheeseburgers. And I said, no, because I'm not American. <laughs> And I've never eaten a cheeseburger in my life, which I actually haven't. Um, really now? Oh, I, I've, ne- I've never been a fan of fast foods and cheesy products. 
really. As, as I said, no I've always, like, before this, my uh, my priority was my health. So they said, oh, where are you from? I went, I'm from Britain, the United Kingdom. And, ooh, suddenly I'm interested. What's this? What's it like? I'm like, one second. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, so one thing I did notice is that people assume you're American, and then when you tell them they're not, they're very interested, which was... I don't understand that, but it, that's how it was. So... It could be one of those situations where Americans are full of weeboos and stuff, so they're not really interested. But when you say you're British, they say that, hey, we don't have any British weeboos, so let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any many of you. You're a rare breed. But that trip actually um, converted me to the otaku and anime side of, of things. I'd never seen it before. I went there and they said, oh, I'm bored, uh, free time, what can we do? And, oh, here, read a comic when it's in Japanese. You get to look at the picture and said, why would I look at the... Ooh! Ooh, I like this. And they introduced me to a dubbed version of Ranma One Half. Still oh, one of my favourite animes. Oh, I know, man. That's, that's oh a good one. That's God. a good one. It's a very good one. I watched it nine times and read the book, uh, oh, the manga, about four times. Oh, man. And they said, you'll like this. It's related to what you're here for. And I went, how is this? It's got a panda and a girl. And, oh, martial arts. It's suddenly I'm interested. <laughs> Oh man, King, if you like those kind of animes, I, I have one for you to uh, check out. And that anime is called Hajime no Ippo. It's an anime where this... It's the boxing one. Yes! yes. I I keep up to date on the boxing, on the boxing manga on a regular basis. I don't watch the animation very often because, well, just because I don't have time much anymore. Mm. It's more, uh, ooh, home from work and, uh, ooh, look, it's an update, click, read, 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 read. And uh, I feel that the uh, the chapters are dragging on a bit. Yeah, now. I, I don't read the manga so much because I started off with the anime, so I'm gonna continue on with the anime. But King, you will love the uh, anime because uh, there's a move called the Dipsy Roll, and that move is the Dipsy Roll. He's on his left. He's on his right. He's on his left, and he's down. I know it's so good. But he's got so black good. eyes, so he can't tell, and he just keeps on swinging. And oh no, it's great. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's so good. What, what? What's your special demo thing? I can take a hit. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does it feel like to be a martial artist with a purple belt? Painful. <laughs> but no, um, it's really. I don't say surreal. It's. It's something where you realize that you can do things that some people can't. You you feel more confident. And when people say, I mean, on a regular basis, people say, oh, what do you do for fun? I'm like, oh, I do martial arts. You always get the same reaction of, oh, well, I could take you on just one slug and you'd be out. And it's, no, that's, that's not how it works. I know I don't use this to learn how to beat people up. It's just, it helps you train your body and it helps you train your mind. And I know that's cheesy, and you'll, you'll hear that in all the movies, but there's a reason it's only in all the movies, and that's because it's true. Uh, to pass one of my belts, I had to read Jet Lee's um, book and study him and his life. And then another one, I had to grow, uh, I forget the name of the tree, but one of those long-growing trees that if you cut too many branches off, it dies. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Miyagi in uh, Karate Kid grows one. Like a little one in a pot. That's a bonsai uh, tree. Bonsai tree, thank you. Um, I had to grow one of them, and I'd like to say I still have it, but it's somewhere in the garden, and that takes patience, and you have to understand things. And I, I studied the body in, in, in university and things like that, and uh, if you can learn how to take something apart, you can learn how to put it together again, and vice versa. Ooh, so it gave me... Reading. 
knowledge and experience I never thought I would use. But I do. I mean, even now, drawing, um, I understand where the joints and the pressure points are and, and how the facial structure and bone structure works of a person. So while it doesn't really help me in pony anatomy, it does help me in the human anatomy. I've never tried That's to take on a horse. Cool. Yeah, which you don't draw that often, which you should, man, you should. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe I do. And discipline of the artist in the number one code is to never stop drawing, my young grasshopper. <laughs> oh, when you learn how to take this pen from my hand, you're no longer the grasshopper. <laughs> anyway, I apologise to anyone that may or may not have offended. Uh, I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to pretend I can do voices. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. So indeed. So here's how I like to roll. When you say something, I pick up on it and I try to relate it. <laughs> and this might sound cheesy, me explaining it and telling to the audience what I want to say. But you know what? I don't really care. You said you went to China. Yes. Um. That was. We went to Japan, and then it was time to go home, and. My sensei being the spontaneous douche he was, <laughs> said, Charlie's a lot cheaper than going to England. And I went, so we're going home. And he went, nope, we're going to China. What? <laughs> I'll pay for your ticket. <laughs> but hey, home, school, uh, learning, what? No, you can't do this. Uh, nope, we're on the train, uh, we're on the plane, and I'm sat down on the plane going, how did I get here? Why am I going to China? What's going on? No, no previous planning, no, no hotels booked, no, no places of staying, just let's go to China and find a place to stay. What? So I literally don't know where we ended up, but we ended up going to a couple of shrines and I do know we went to the, the Shine, Shine uh, Castle, which I believe is the old capital of the Three Kingdoms era. And it was called Chang'an back then. I, I'm literally just walking off the top of my head. Um, and then we went to like a local dojo um, and just watched. That was it. Uh, and I, it was fun, but it was a spontaneous <laughs> throwaway thing. But I was like, okay, we've been to China. Woo, let's go home. I said, nope, we're staying here for a couple of weeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And they said, oh yeah, no, don't worry, I've, don't worry. I've got your guardian signature. I can, I'm, you're in my can. I was like, that's fine. Money, we like. Money, hotel, this, that, what are we going to do? He's like, don't worry, I'll just exchange it. I was like, you'll just exchange it? <laughs> what are we going to do to get home? I don't worry, I'll put, I've got something to say. And I'm like, are you, oh, God. And of course I can't ignore him, because A, he's my sensei, and B, how am I going to get home? He has all the money. So I just have to, like, you know, like a toddler, like, come on, kid, let's go, then. yes, daddy, let's go, you know, holding me by the hand and walking me around. Where in reality, I'm following him in like glazed eyes, going, "Where am I? What am I doing? What is wrong with my life at this moment?" <laughs> it sounds like I'm one of those mass, I mean, one of the biggest countries. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Like, you know, you know, uh, at the end of like training, he was like, "Bye, guys!" <laughs> Does a wheelie on his motorbike and drives off. Okay, he didn't do a wheelie, but he did drive off on his motorbike, revving it like a nutter. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you? What do you get when you get a British person raised in Japan? This guy! <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> well, that, we love to meet your sensei now. That was spontaneous as heck. He's just Why does that remind me of so many stereotypical Japanese senseis from all the mangas and anime? No, it's like, no, no, a spontaneous no, 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 idea. The moment you, you bow, walk into the dojo, which was at the time just a, a training hall, it was, it was like, how, how are you doing guys? How are you guys? Step onto the mat. Right! Mm, dead, like, st- like a drill sergeant. He was like, bow on your knees 
everything was dead traditional. Kick, come forward. It's like I, you didn't disobey because if you know if you got distracted, looked away, he would. He'd like, you really what? He'd hit, throw you onto the floor. And it's really strict. Step off the mat. Let's go for a beer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, that yeah, sounds like a split was... personality there. No, this... I'd say that, but I think he just, yeah, I think he respects that when you're in the dojo, it's, there's no messing around because people can get hurt and it's, you've got to be serious. Um, that's true. That's true. So that's how my upbringing for martial arts was. I don't know if any of the viewers have a different style or way of learning, but that's how I learned, which was very carefree and fun. Which is how things should spontaneous. be. <laughs> spontaneous. That, that sounded awesome. Like, oh wow. That, seriously, that sounded awesome. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a cool guy. Cool guy. So, I, that's all the question I could muster up. Unless, Ro, you have anything else. No, I have things just to clear. No. The only thing I have to say is that I regret leaving my karate school back when I was a child. Why? <laughs> because I could have been to Japan. Oh, true, true, oh, true. Oh, yeah. I don't think it could have happened. Now I regret that. This is exactly why you don't get afraid or question. You just go with it. Yeah, and uh, something cool might have happened from that. You remember what we said at the beginning? Indeed. Don't wait, charge forward. Know when yes. to move. I think that kind of like that. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have found anime. If I hadn't have found anime, I wouldn't have been interested in animation. I wouldn't be here. So indeed, that is quite a leap for you to like ponies. If you really think about it. Well, I own horses, so I've always, you know, it's not the ponies' problem that it was. It was, it was, it was the fandom, I guess. You know, the pushiness, like I said at the beginning. King, is there anything else that we are missing out here? Because I feel that we covered almost everything. Oh wow! Um, if I can do a bit of shameless, shameless advertising here, if you guys could, like the viewers, um, I would absolutely love to talk to you one on one. So, get in touch on DeviantArt, Tumblr, or if you, if you just want to chat, come to my stream. I always make time to chat to people. Uh, as you might have noticed from this from this uh, this show, I do like to chat. That's uh, true. That I like to true. meet. I like to meet new people, and I love to learn, and I love to teach because that was one of the things I did to my sensei, which was I helped teach the kids and. If you have any questions from me, because I recently went through it all, which was, how do I get better at shading? How do I do line art? How do, how do I paint? What brushes should I use? I've recently gone through that. So it's like a recent school graduate. If you've got questions, I will happily answer. If you just want to chat, and if, hey, honestly, if you want to teach me, I'm all, I'm all ears for that. So yeah, I would like to love to hear from some of you. Um... No, DeviantArt, Kick-Ass King, Tumblr, Kick-Ass King, Picato, Kick-Ass King. That's about it. Uh, add me on Steam and Gate and Xbox Live. Go for it. It's all, all in good fun. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. And thank you for coming on and chatting in with us, King. It's it's really fun. Like, it's an hour in and recording, and I've, I'm not bored. <laughs> My biggest fear is being bored. Death comes to us all. We all feel pain. At some point, whether it be emotional or physical, but being bored is something you can avoid. Don't be bored. Mm. Have fun. Do things interesting. <laughs> because if I lived a boring life where I just sat at home and did nothing, we wouldn't have had a conversation today. True that. True that. I think this goes Indeed. with almost everything because you can have 
a good movie or a bad movie. A good movie, you'll have a positive response. A bad movie, you'll have a negative response. What happens if you have a boring movie? Like, what's the response you're going to get? Like, is it good or is it bad? You won't Of have... course it's negative. You're bored. No, but the problem is, it's bored. Like, it's not even worth the time to talk about it. Yeah. So Exactly, it's negative. If a movie like Sharknado comes out, everyone raves about it going, look how bad this is. It's awesome because it's so bad. Yeah. And then a movie like uh, a good film, let's go with Big Hero 6 mm. or something like that. What an amazing film. I have so much to say about this. If you've got a film like, let's take Taken 2, for example. Mm-hmm. Not Taken 1, Taken 1, great film. Taken 2, what was that? It's just, what was the point? I, I saw a sequel to... Which was the same as the first. There's nothing to say about it. I mean, that, that that film went under my radar until this year, in fact, when number three was coming out, and I went, "That bus says number three. Where's number two? <laughs> so, and it's the same with like pictures and uh, YouTube videos and music. Is some people look at it and go, "I really like that." Take the time to leave a comment, to leave a notice, to a note, or whatever social media you're using. Take the time to leave a comment because the people who made it don't look and go, he just said thanks. They look and go, no, that guy took the time to type five letters. <laughs> yes, that you may think, oh, five letters, but towards it, so someone appreciates it. Someone, someone wants to see us do this stuff. And that is a big drive and stops it from being boring, as I said. True, true. And yeah, I mean, being bored is the worst thing that you could ever experience because it's an unproductive feeling. You can't do anything much with it. You can be active or you can be bored. And the best answer is always be active. You want to do something with your life. So, yeah. Definitely. So, it doesn't have to be big. Don't, don't invent the cure to cancer. Mm. Don't leave it a footnote in history. True, true. Just enjoy. Just do stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus, we got philosophical. <laughs> yeah. This show is going to be interesting. So anyway, uh, King, can you join us for news time? Oh, definitely, sure. Uh, what were we, what we were going about? <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And Ro, I think that's your signal. Excellent. I am Rolicious, and now it's the MBS Show news time. In today's news time, IDW Hasbro partnership renewed. For 10 years, IDW Publishing and Hasbro have been working together to bring Hasbro properties to life in the form of many comics IDW creates. With news coming out of the conference call from earlier today, one little interesting tidbit is that Hasbro and IDW Publishing have renewed their partnership, meaning we're good for pony comics and more far into the foreseeable future. Links can be found in the show notes below. Yay! More pony comics! More of the review! Just wait until the next news. Oh, God. I'm going to break that hype train of yours. <laughs> oh, you jerk. Ooh, comics, next news. Stop. Oh, no, no comics. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys read the MLP comics, but if you didn't know, me, James, and Silver Quill review comics on a weekly basis. And knowing that IDW has and Hasbro renewed partnerships is a really interesting thing because, as for now, IDW is the only partner for Hasbro to produce comics. And I think that the only reason why those two are even in a relationship right now is just because of My Little Pony and the amount of cash that it's bringing in every month. Well, Indeed. 
I've only bought two types of comics in this world, and that was the Sonic the Hedgehog comic <laughs> when I was a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan, mm-hmm. and that was before even anime, and the My Little Pony, which I actually haven't read much of. I've got all of them up to date, and I mean all of them: the the, the Friends Forever, the main series, the side series, the villain series that recently came out. Not yet, but all still, you're going to get that one. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and I haven't. I've read. One or two, and they're all on my iPad, and they're all there to be read. But I'm actually uh, distracted by fanfics at the moment, uh, so I haven't got round to them. But when I run out of fanfics, whenever that may be, um, I will I'll be turning to them. So I can understand. I can always why read you my fanfics. No, Ro, Ben, we promote Ben you on reading fanfics. You are linking me your fanfics. I'm reading your fanfics, oh, and then I'll send you mine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, but um, no, I can I can understand why they would renew this, and um, I, I mean, why wouldn't they? It's, it's got to be such a huge source of income. I mean, they've got us as as the bronies, mm-hmm. and then they've got the the target audience um, that want to buy it. I mean, I guess now we are the target audience because I've been reading them one or two pages mm-hmm. every now and again, and going, this isn't as aimed to kids as I thought, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's that's interesting. But this 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 publishing. Renewal is not just good news, but happy news as well. It's True. I, I'll just put it like this because, okay, it's for, for me to say that Pony is bringing them big bucks is quite unfair, but Hasbro has the G.I. Joe property under their belt. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Jam and the Hologram, My Little Pony, the Little Pet Shops, and the Dungeon and Dragons comics, and, and a lot more. So, I, I have to say that people really, really enjoy Transformers. The comics are okay. G.I. Joe is, well, a shoe-in for people who like, um, whatchamacallit, action. So yeah, I mean, why not, right? So you have all those comics and properties there, so it's a logical step to continue on. I mean, for us, we're biased to ponies, so we're going to say ponies bringing them big bucks. So eh. I have yet to meet a fandom that will put out as much money towards what they love mm. as this fandom. And the prime example was Book. I don't know if you were at the au- auction there last year, but someone bought a Chrysalis plushie for £1,200, which is about double that in the dollars and about half again, about... A quarter of that is euros. It's and then a Derby boy went for nine hundred pound. So imagine if if everyone said, "Oh look, we've got comics for another however many years," everyone would be like, "Oh well, when, once the show stops, where's all the money going to go?" Yeah, the the comics are good money bringer, but you can't forget how well IDW does his job. I mean, personally, I have not read like the comics like as much as you do and James, <laughs> but I did see some pages and screen caps of it, and the art style, the, the way everything's done. It is very eye pleasing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, like I aesthetically met- pleasing. Mm, true. Like, like I mentioned in the reviews, like the artwork is good, the coloring is awesome, and the scripts are good, depending on who's writing it and what's the story about. But that's a review for another day. And we've interviewed Heather Breckel, who Buck kindly invited her to come, and she was an awesome person and. I've talked to her and she's really cool. 
what IDW is doing right now, it's not only feeding the fans, but it's also feeding talent that's working there. Don't forget the reference in the comics, man. All those references. Yep, true that, true that. <laughs> but, Ro, you said you wanted to crush my dreams. So what was it? I didn't want to crush your dreams, man. I wanted to break your hype train. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, wait, it's not, a pun. it's not a train pun. Never mind. <laughs> all right, anyways, another less pleasing news, but still. All IDW titles scheduled for 2-18-2015 have been delayed. IDW has released a press release detailing the unfortunate circumstances that has unfortunately led to all IDW comics releasing next Wednesday to be delayed. There is a problem that is going to be going on for direction of the labor disputes currently plaguing all U.S. West Coast seaports. When will My Little Pony French Miss Magic issue 28, My Little Pony Friends Forever issue 14, and My Little Pony Adventures in Friendship number 2 actually hit the comic shops? Your guess is good as mine. Wow. Okay. Mm, um, so, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> guess it's a shipwreck. Bah, you. Bah. <laughs> But it's a salvageable one. <laughs> that's true, that's Just. true. But we still got Comixology. I mean, the digital version will be out on time, right? We just won't have the physical version. I, I don't know right? about this one. I don't know about this one because what IDW likes to do is uh, tote themselves on same day as what the shop uh, gives. So it's true that people who get digital may not be affected by this, but we got no idea if Comixology will say... Now we're just going to wait for the physical to come out at the same time so everybody will have a fair chance. So it's an either-or situation right now. I do hope that we get everything on time on Comixology, but the people who don't have the physical are going to have a problem. And we got no idea if this is just affecting the West Coast or everything in the US. It says here only West Coast, so... I'm I'm not sure. I have no idea about their logistics in the U.S. How they deliver stuff from point A to point B. It sounds like this is just affecting the physical side of things. Is that correct? Um, Yeah. Yeah. The theory right now is it's affecting physical only and digital might be safe, but sometimes companies like to do things standardized, so they may it may affect the digital also. So yeah. Well, if it doesn't affect the digital, I mean, people like me who live in the United Kingdom and abroad, I mean, does it sound like the physical media is a problem? Because I, I don't think we do comics over here at all. Uh, yes, you do. Um, you do the Doom comic. I'm sorry. Um, you do Just Dread. That's a UK-based comic. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, uh, the MLP franchise. Ah, yeah. I know we do. I know we do, do comics, just not as many as I would like. Um. I know that you know, feeling. But if it's if it's just the, the physical format that's that's the problem that's going to be changed and the problem, then sounds sounds like it's not all lost. I mean, I mean, if you want the content, and you can still get it. True. One could only hope. One could only hope because um, how do I put it? Sometimes when you publish something, it's a good idea to publish things at the same time because. You won't give people a chance to sit and think because, how do you put this, the internet is available and people who can't wait will buy or will try find a way to get the digital version out faster, you know, because they can't wait. And once they read it, the chances of them buying would drastically slim down. 
So, mm. for example, if you read the comic, would you want to buy a physical one? The chances yes. is, you know, the chances is about four to one. So you're gonna lose a person that's not gonna buy it because they already read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people get only get physical media. For example, CDs, vinyls. Get, I mean, games now you can buy those um, digital only. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people only get the, the physical media, the copies to say they've got the physical copies to have it on a shelf to have it showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, true. It, it also depends. Like having physical is not bad because it's a right well, off. Depends. Yeah, I mean, having physical physical is something that you can say that, hey, this is what I got. I'm proud. I went to the store and buy it. And there's another thing where you could just say, hey, I download digitally so I have more space. And another thing is, I bought physical for the limited edition stuff. So, yay. Well, physical is nice, but it takes a lot of space on your desk if you don't have a bookshelf like I do right here. You won't not believe how much I got here behind my monitor. <laughs> well, it's not that much, but it does take my breakfast place. <laughs> okay, uh, breakfast question for everyone. Question for everyone. Yes. Uh, if a game would come out having the same price, just say $60 American, that's the standard for game, right? So yep. $60 American for a AAA title, and if you have to pay digital for $60... Would you get digital or physical? Depends on what's easier. If, if for example, my store doesn't have the physical, but the digital is available, I go with the digital. Because the way things work here, we have game stores, not as many as the US or the UK does, but still. But they don't always have all the games that, for example, I want. So, okay, let's just so, put it like this. Um, it's available, you can have it digital or physical. Like, this is... They have it kind of deal. It's a triple A title that they have. So price is the same. Which one will you get? Digital, physical? Oh man, that's a good question. I have no idea to be honest. I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's the same game. It doesn't really matter, but it depends on the comfort, I guess. If I'm too lazy to get my butt off my chair, I would go with the digital. Mm-hmm. Just download the thing. What about you, King? I've always been a big gamer, and I feel like um, the price affects everything. And physical. Copies prices go down quicker than the prices of digital do. A digital copy will be sixty dollars. Was it sixty dollars mm-hmm. for American? Because I mean, it's only it's forty pound over. It's forty fifty pound over here. So whatever that is in American dollars. And um, I'd rather wait till it goes down in price physically and then get the physical than still pay full price a year down the line. Mm, okay. um, so but I suppose that goes to show, doesn't it? Physical physical stuff is starting to go down in, in in value a lot quicker than digital. With comic books, they tend to keep the same price for a long time unless there's a sale. But yeah, but I don't know much about the comics. Yeah, same here. But no, um, that's why I know that's why I noticed. But hey, it's uh video games versus comic books. It's not the it's not fair, but it's a thing that I just thought of. And also, don't forget limited editions. When you go buy video games that are limited edition, they always give you good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got statues all around my room. Like, uh, my Altair, <laughs> uh, my Ezio, my Fallout 3 suit. Um, you know, that's, that's about it, actually. That's it. Yeah. I only got a poster from Bully the Scholarship Edition. I actually bought the hard version. Wow. It's hanging on my kitchen that. wall. I got you, that for now sale. you're making me jelly. All, all I have is a Link Amiibo. 
We still got that stuff in the background, I see. I can't exactly see what it is, but I think that's a huge statue up, up there. Then you got that, uh, is that a teddy bear? I can't really no, tell. No, no, that's Grim. That's Grim. Grim who? The thing is, is I'm looking around my room and I'm realizing, okay, I didn't buy that, I didn't buy that, I made that, I made that's mine, I made, <laughs> I don't know how much I bought, really. I've just got things I've made, like, just, like, dragon statues and, and paintings and posters and things I've made and, like, uh, pictures. <laughs> you know, and then I'm walking around and go, so half my room is set up for my stream, set up for my Xbox, and this corner where I've made stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> I should buy more stuff. More no, no. Made stuff. No, make your own, man, make your own. <sighs> yeah, but it takes Like a I always say. Yeah, like I always say, artists don't take selfies, they draw them. <laughs> Same uh, thing here. So We don't buy merchandise, we make them. <laughs> so, Ro, last one? And the last news. Hasbro closes gap with Mattel. With strong financial reports coming from Hasbro today, analysts are looking at how Mattel is faring in comparison and things aren't looking so sunny for the Barbie doll maker. While Hasbro showed a 5% increase in revenue last year, Mattel fell 7%, according to the Reuters, which bring the two companies within $1.74 billion of each other in total revenue. The gap is expected to narrow as Mattel loses some important license and as Hasbro continues to grow in 2015. Looks like the business side of things are strong, so let's hope that means good things for Hasbro's properties. Which can be found in the show notes below. Okay, so this is good for Hasbro, but for Mattel. So I don't know. I mean, with step aside, Barbie. Luna's in town. Uh, true. With how I would buy a Luna. I would buy a Luna. Definitely. <laughs> Forget Barbie. We need, we need we need a song for Luna. Okay, so no. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I'm a pony <laughs> time in a someone, Time for someone to go on retirement, you know, as they say. Uh, <laughs> Let the new generation take over, honey. <laughs> you had your run. Yeah, But no, um, as of 2015, I, I don't know when of 2015, uh, Mattel has lost the right to produce any dolls for Disney. And Hasbro will be taking over those rights to manufacture dolls for Disney. So you'll have action figures from Marvel license and also from uh, dolls for Disney licenses. So this is a step up for Hasbro in terms of their properties. So yay, that's a step up, I think. Well, Hasbro knows what's it doing more like. <laughs> I don't know. From what I've seen from Hasbro's like toy production, I mean, they could have been better, but it's it's still good. It's still cool. It's still cool. Mm. So I guess things will look up when Hasbro takes over. Uh, we have... At least that's what I think. I don't know. True, but we also have to remember that a monopoly is not a good thing. Uh, we need competition. What are you we need competition because competition is good. It builds up better product for the consumers. If a company would have the rights, the sole rights to produce something, they would just, sorry, they would just build crappy toys and no one will challenge them. So, hmm. I, I'm not excited nor am I, I'm, I'm neutral with this one because Honestly, I don't buy dolls. I do buy pony toys. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see because the official licensed pony blind bags are cool and all. 
But I am more on the third-party licensed stuff from We Love mm. Fine or other places. From what I've seen, the fandoms produce quite a lot of, you know, plushies and dolls. And I don't know, maybe some of them will decide to go, like, in bigger, better waters, you know, make you start their own business. Maybe that'll be the competition you want. You never know. You have to remember, it's licensing. Well, I know it's licensing, but maybe they'll start doing their own toy lines. And That's what I'm saying, probably. you know. We'll see, we'll see. And we'll see. Sam will tell. And King, you were saying? Um, on, on this topic of, I mean, this, this is both good and bad news, like you said, but uh, from a side standpoint of someone who's never, the only thing I own are prints from the con. In fact, I've got one from James here, mm-hmm. framed, I might add, mm-hmm. uh, from Twilina and some other amazing artists. And I've got some bands from James and some other things James made, and that's about it. I haven't got anything Hasbro made or anything like that anywhere in my house. It's just... So from my standpoint, I don't really understand how this affects much at all. But it sounds like it's good, because if Hasbro gets more from this... I'm not going to say fandom, from, from the show, that money can go somewhere towards the show, surely. I mean, towards making the show? Is that how that works? As someone who's a bit ignorant of this... Well, it's true. If Hasbro makes a lot of money, those money that they get, they can revenue out to other places, um, pay more workers, start more factories for workers to go and work at, and also produce more stuff like movies, more toys, much better high-quality toys probably, like high-end toys like how Transformer gets. And who knows, maybe Hasbro will produce their own vinyl figures, like how Funko and Wheel of Fine are doing. Who knows, probably they'll decide to start their own and mass-produce it so other places can get them. As for now, I'm in Malaysia and I can't buy anything from Wheel of Fine because of their restriction to my country. So, yeah, it sucks. I'm not, I'm not a businessman. I mean, Roll, you're taking a course last time I checked. Um, something along those lines. If a company is making money, however it is, whether it be through these dolls, or through the comics, or through the show, or through the fandom, or any other way, is that company likely to go, well, we've, re- we've reached our high point, let's stop? Or are they just going to keep on going with it? Because as far as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, as I said, I'm not a businessman, if my company's making money, why stop? Let's keep on making the show, let's make the toys. True. That's why you get The Simpsons. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, no, but some people are still big Simpsons fans, actually. Like, they don't dislike any of it. Oh, true, true. I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes when you have a good thing, it's all good things come to an end. So that's the principle of certain things. And, yeah, I mean, we all love ponies. We, We all love it. And there comes a day where you, the show will have to finish and have a resolute story to it. I mean, that will be a sad day for fans. Yes, I reckon that once the show dies, we, the fans, will keep it alive. Yeah, we have fanfics and whatnot. Yeah, fanfics and stories. And think of it this way, to those who say, oh, well, my headcanon doesn't matter and my stories don't matter. Think of it this way, once the show stops and the comics stop, what's canon then? Mm, True, true. What we make's canon after that. Mm. Not now, not now. Don't don't even pretend that you're... (laughs) Twilight Dash Cross <laughs> is, is a thing. That's not a thing. Like, spare, spirity, I can rarity. No. It's not going to be a thing until the show ends. Yeah. And, you know, on the topic of all good things come to an end, 
that's such a negative way of looking at it. Look at it this way. Everything comes to an end, even the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. So if the, when the bad things end, the good things come. So maybe something good will come out of the end of MLP. Such as I said, the fandom will take over. True, maybe true. it'll be our torch to continue. True, 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 true. I love the show. I love the show a lot. The show helped me in miraculous ways. It helped me a lot. And I, for one, do not want it to end. But we have to think about it logically. It's We don't want the show that's going to be like, ah, oh, season 7 is the worst season ever. No. Ugh. Like, the show died on season 8. Yeah. We don't want that. Some people say that about the film, though, don't they? So, mm. <laughs> it got me into it. No comment. The first film is the worst. Well, funnily enough, it's what got me into the fandom, so... Yeah. <laughs> to you, you know. Yeah, I mean, back to Mattel and Hasbro fighting mm. and stuff. It's sad that Mattel is losing revenues to Hasbro. Losing in terms of... Uh, I got no idea what they're losing at, but... From what I can see here, they're dropping a bit. But Mattel is a good toy brand. They do have toys. Uh, they have Barbie, they have Hot Wheels, they have uh, other brands. I'm not too keen on the um, what Mattel's doing. But I know they have good toys. The thing is, what they produce and what we like don't coincide with each other. So, mm. yeah, it's... Occasionally too kind right now. I hope that Mattel bounces back and give the public good toys. And I hope Hasbro don't get too high on their high horse and forget about the little people. So, yeah. Fun. High horse. I get it. <laughs> but anywho, Ro, take us out. Like it would be proud. <laughs> and this has been the NBA Show News Time with me, Romuald. Back to you, Norman. Thank you, Ro. Thank you. And, yeah, we're nearing the end. And i like to say thank you, King, for being on the show, being an awesome guest, and recording for this long. This has been a really long recording. Thank you, man. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed being here uh, this afternoon and talking to you guys and learning so much. I mean, these news things, I wasn't aware of this, and this has helped me figure out what I can do with helping the fandom. And... Talking to anyone who's listening, uh, it's it's been fun. But uh, as I said, this isn't a long recording because I go, you know, how long it was with Citra, you know, 18 hours uh, streaming, which are all recordings, which I will eventually turn into a time lapse and put on YouTube. So yay. if you th- you think these are long, nah. <laughs> but it was it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to the both of you, and I hope one day uh, something interesting will happen again and I can talk to you. Oh, but sure. um. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. No problem, no problem. You're always welcome on, you're always welcome on. Oh, I'll you to that one. <laughs> You'll regret that in the coming years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. And Ro, thank you so much, man, for coming on and reading the news. It's a pleasure, always. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at mvshowgmail.com. And if you'd like to email us personally, your links are in the show notes. And you can also reach us on Twitter. The show's Twitter account is uh, at the MBS show. Sudibot will tweet about stuff about related to the show, probably talk about how this show ran long and stuff. <laughs> oh god, Sudibot need, need, needs new batteries. You can also catch me at 
Norman Sanzo. I tweet about toys, food, and whatever tickles my fancy. And recently, I've been playing Magic, so probably I'll be talking about Magic stuff on my Twitter feed. Probably. I don't know. And Ro, where can they find you? You can find me at oh. Twitter, Relicious underscore art, and my Tumblr, ReliciousGallery.tumblr.com, or my DeviantArt, Relicious.DeviantArt.com. Yeah. I recently started playing Dota, so that's what I'm going to be posting for the next three months, probably, because that game is so addicting. Oh god, no, bro! You you got to jump out, man! You got to jump out, man! Too late for me! Yeah, Save yourself! <laughs> it's too late for it's me! It's too late for me! Run! Fly, you fools! <laughs> anyway, King, where can they find you? Oh, uh, well, uh, Kickass King, uh, the Divino, um, my Picato is also Kickass King. My Tumblr is also, you guessed it, Kickass King. Uh, it's literally spelled the word King, A double S King, and also on the topic of uh, t- talking to people one on one, find me on uh, Steam, which is Kickass King again, and my gamer tag is actually Kick AS Five King One. So <laughs> I would love to hear from some of you. Yes, because I got banned off uh, Xbox Live for having the word ass in my name. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I would love to hear from some of you, and uh, it's been a pleasure talking to all of you. No problem, man, no problem. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher Radio, and also like our Facebook page. Yes, we have the Facebooks. And you can catch us on PonyVLive.com. Links will be provided in the show notes. So, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am Rolicious. I guess I'm King. This is my cue. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. With a lot more kicking. Yay! Uh, I hope so. Bye, guys. Bye. And we will see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.